It is a film. You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. That's my spooky Spoo- voice. That's ooh. Ooh. Mm. My spooky squad. My spooky voice is like Spooky Squad. <laughs> it's like <laughs> faux transatlantic. Spooky Squad. It's time to be spooky. Nice. Hell yeah. Thank you. Oh my goodness. We're so happy to be back. It is March. You might you might have noticed that on social media we look a little bit different. <laughs> You might have clocked it. You might have clocked it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, um, and everybody else, we are um, kicking off this year, which has already started, which we already started, but then like kind of stopped again. It's we're committing. We're committing. Okay, you know why? Because Sneak made social media. Yeah, post. it really just takes <laughs> once Sneak does something on social, and if she does it, she's like, "Well, now I have to own up on it." Well, we have to, we have to actually like we told you what movies we're doing this month, and now like we have to actually do that. Say what you will about Sneak, but she's like that parent. If she promised you, if she promised a toy, you're getting a toy. Oh yes, I am literally Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger in um that Christmas movie. What is it? Jingle all the way. That's me. Like, my son wants that action figure. By God, I will get that action figure if I have to kill half of the city to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this month we're batch back, excuse me, um, for Mind Bending March. We are doing experimental and psychological horror. This month we've got Possession. We got us. We got Eraserhead. And we got Hereditary in the roster. So stay, stay tuned. And you're gonna get to like hear us talk about all those movies. I'm very excited. I know, and it's and now it's also like added. It's gonna. I'm just excited to be on track because everyone's. You know, we'll be like, this is what we're doing next week, and a month will go by, and we're like, sorry, we didn't do that. No, no, <laughs> we're doing it. I like because we because so... y'all got receipts. Y'all got social media receipts. Because the last thing I want is for anyone to call me out because I can't take accountability. Um. <laughs> So we're going to do it. Um, Also, super exciting because, can I tell them? Do you want to tell them your good news? Um, A member of of We Die First, and it's not me, it's Andrew. (laughs) Andrew got engaged. Oh, yeah. It's funny because (laughs) it happened. Uh, At the time of this recording, Spooky Squad, it's been two weeks. Um, yes. And so, but then, you know, you see people that you don't see throughout like the next couple days. So it's like you retell the story. And then, then there are like people, you know, like I hadn't seen for two weeks. Like I saw someone yesterday, like, oh my God, congrats. And I'm like, on what? Like, what happened? And then I'm like, ah. I mean, you do that to me today because it's my first time talking to you like on yes. camera. So I was like, congrats. And he was like, you were like, for what? I'm like, can you get Well, yeah, stupid? I was like, what, what new things have happened to me in the last two weeks? And I'm like, oh, no, that was the thing. That was the yes. Thing. Um, I mean, would you like to tell our listeners the story? If, you, if you're tired of telling them, you know, telling I'll people tell you don't you, have to. I'll tell you this cool aspect of it, Spooky Squad, because I think yes. you'll like this. So I, I did it at the Field Museum in Chicago, and I paid to do the thing where they put the ring in a, in a case, a display case. But out of the group of friends that were with us, there were three that did not know. One, because he would have ruined it. Smart. The other two, just because I invited them and I was like, ah, this will be funny. And I proved right. Because the one friend, uh, shout out to James Harden. Not that James Harden, my friend James Harden. <laughs> and he, he did not know. So he was like a friend of mine obviously there to take pictures with his nice camera was like in the corner and he's like yeah i went up to him and i'm like being like wait we could because we're in the hall of gems and he's like we can case this place you know like we could probably rob it and he's just like being super like yeah yeah whatever man and he's just clearly futzing with the camera settings and then i look over and i see you opening a display case and i'm like oh no if you close that 
they probably won't even know, like, no alarm will go off. They won't know what you're doing. And I was like, did you think <laughs> I was robbing the Field Museum? And he's like, I, I don't mean... know, man. And I was like, but at that point, is it robbing? How'd they get it? I mean, listen, um, we oftentimes don't know the depth that people have. So maybe, maybe you decide that was the day. You're like, I'm doing it. But I, that, I mean, aside from Alana saying yes, I'm like, this was the best part of that trip. (laughs) It's you genuinely thinking I was robbing this museum. (laughs) I mean, that is also hilarious. Oh, I'm so Uh, happy for two of you. Um, Spooky Squad, in honor of uh, Andrew um, getting engaged, um, I don't know, share the podcast with your friends and family. I say, hey, listen to this young man in love. Honestly, what is a better way to celebrate love than broadcasting their podcast? You know, I know. Re-listen to the Get Out episode where Alana is on. Oh, yeah. And we get to hear her lovely voice and her lovely point of view. Yeah. And we we get to hear Evan. We get to hear we get to hear the light side of We Die First. (laughs) <laughs> but we also hear Evan say like five words. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not really into podcasting." After I was like, <laughs> "I was like, Evan, it's just a conversation. Just like talk to, like talk like how you just would talk." And he was like, "Yeah, no, he's quite he, a lot." I was like, he's, oh. an, he, "He's an IT tech." Yeah, I don't know. He, he's 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 a data analyst. We should have had. He mentioned the other day. He's like, "You should have had me on for Megan." I was like, "You should have fucking open your goddamn mouth." And we would have had you on for Megan. <laughs> you knew what you saw me watching the movie, and then you saw me leave and go into the office for an hour. You know what I was doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you acting like you don't know what I was fucking? No, doing No, he in was floored. He's like, "What? What is she doing in there?" Yeah, I'm like, okay, um, you know. You know, uh, who also was like, what is she doing in there? Um, Mark in Possession, the movie we watched for this episode. What a sick transition. (laughs) I'm getting better. Y'all, we watched, what the fuck did we watch? (laughs) Yo, we watched the dude from Jurassic Park, and it took me far too long to realize that's who he was. Did you not? His name is in the opening credits, my guy. Samuel? I don't know names. I, I saw I saw Jurassic Park as a child. You don't know names as a kid, and then I never bothered to learn as an adult. Okay, fair. Um, you're not a real Jurassic Park fan because if you were, I am not a real Jurassic Park. That's damn right. <laughs> yeah, you're a fake fan. Um, we watched Possession from 1981, directed by Andre Zulovsky, which is a name I looked up how to pronounce. Because I didn't want to disrespect his memory. Thank you. Um, I didn't want to disrespect his memory. Um, He did pass in, I think, 2016. But um, it is a film. Yeah, that's it. It's a film. (laughs) It's a film. It is, um, to put loosely, a man, a spy, comes back from a mission. His wife wants to suddenly divorce him and... She starts exhibiting a lot of... Con- well, they both exhibit a lot of very confusing behavior throughout this movie. <laughs> I would... This is like... It, it, it was someone's senior year film school and they said, all right. And, and like art film school, like art house films. And they go... Yes. Make a... What you think a horror movie is. And they're like, make a horror movie. They're like, no. Do your twist on what you think a horror movie is. Yeah, and- it was... <laughs> Yeah, that is actually accurate. I, you know, the thing is, I can't say I didn't like this because I, I sat and watched it. I, I had my intention, but I don't. I just don't know. It's a. I think it's one of the few movies I ever watched where I'm like, I don't know what, how I feel and about I, it. I watched it last night. I've been thinking about it since. And I want to give it credit because I. I was telling, uh, again, Spooky Squad, Sneak and I are friends outside of this podcast. Um, yes. And sometimes five minutes before is when we're like, we need to catch up. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got, I had a performance thing that popped up last night. And I was like, that's when I will watch this movie. And then that happened. And I'm like, so I got home at like 1230 at night. And I'm like, I could watch this movie now. Or I could go to bed and wake up at seven. So I went that route. 
Yeah. And so I'm just, and and now I'm like, you know, when it's like, oh, fuck, like, I'm up early, well, early for me, and I'm like, I need to just get this done. So I don't know if I was watching it, like, with, like, in full sorts. So I'd be willing to give it, like, another go at it when I'm just not under the, the gun of getting something watched. No, that's fair. Um, and it definitely isn't the type of movie to watch in that state. Like, you have to, like... um really be sitting and ready to really take it in. Um, it stars, as um, Andrew mentioned, Sam Neill, who was in Jurassic Park. Isabella Johnny um, is also in, in it. She Jurassic was not Park. in Jurassic Park. Um, I kind of wish she was. I wish they just had replaced the Laura Dern character with Anna. And then there's dinosaurs. It would It would have been equally as probably riveting. I wish they would have replaced the dinosaurs with her. And that would have been equally as terrifying. Oh my god, yes! Can you imagine, like a, a Isabella Johnny, who's like, like what? How tall is a T Rex? Like tall, <laughs> tall, tall as fuck. Just like coming at you and erratic, because at least and a T-Rex, erratically you know, like, coming. A, like T Rex is gonna be like, like that thing is gonna make a beeline for me and try to eat me. Whereas this version of a T Rex would flail. I don't know where it's going, but I know I'm going to die Unprotectable. at the end of it. We would still get the scene where she comes in close to the window and it's oh, like her yeah. blue eye and then her pupil yeah. contract. It, we still got that because you get a lot of her. This movie, half this movie is that meme uh, that tweet and it's like people with blue eyes always look like this and it's just they have like the two blue eye emojis. It's just like a lot of them just like staring. <laughs> Both of them have very blue eyes just like staring at the camera all the time. And it's very unsettling. <laughs> it is. Truly. Uh, yeah, no, I'm like, get your light ass eyes off the camera. Like, stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, so are you ready to jump into this? Let's just do it. Best as we can. I- <laughs> and I don't say that with malice. <laughs> I'm just I, so upfront because we kind of started talking about this again, Spooky Squad, and not to give away the goat, but we were just like, what? We've already said it. We're like, what the fuck is this? But not in a super confused way, just like, Again, it was just like so many artsy things in it where I'm like, you're saying something. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> like, you yes. Are, um, like, I can tell you're saying something. But before we get into it, it's it was written during the director's divorce from um, an actress he was married to. Um, so, you know, he definitely is in his feelings. Um, I don't know how he feels like, you know... If that is true, well, it is true. It's not if. Like, we know that's true. I'm curious to know, like, what he thought about his ex-wife because it's, like, Anna is, there's definitely a lot of, like, frustration and, like, malice towards her. But then also, like, sympathy, obviously, we see, like, him trying so bad to very toxically salvage this. But I don't know if it's because he actually loves her or he just wants to possess her. Oh. 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 <laughs> Wait. We have realizations <laughs> on this podcast. Did I? Um, this podcast is really about just like realizing stuff. I'm like um, Kylie Jenner. Um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Film critic. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's get into it. So we the movie starts with Mark Sam played by Sam Neill. Um, he is a spy. It's very important that this takes place in West Berlin. I think that was an actually interesting choice. Just be, like obviously very intentional choice because it's West Berlin in the early 80s. So it's like cool. But also a very scary ghost town Berlin where there seems to be nobody in this city except for the people in this movie. Right. Yeah, truly. Like sometimes you might see like one or two people in the background, but like there's never anybody outside. And also it's very um, important to point out that, that where they are living is like pretty, very close to the wall. So there's always a feeling of surveillance and of being kind of watched, especially the way the camera moves, the way things it just feels very like – obviously we're watching a movie. Um, I'm Harry Styles. Like I love films because it's like films and I love to watch films. <laughs> But I, it also feels very like, um, like voyeuristic. Like you're very much like watching these people just be fucking batshit insane. But he gets back from this like super duper secret espionage mission, and his wife is like, "Nah, bro, I'm done." And he's like, "I thought we loved each other." And she's like, I, "I'm done with this. I want to go." 
It's not because I'm with anybody else, by the way. Yeah. But I want to leave. <laughs> yeah. They make a point. The, and again, like, like we overarching things, blah, blah, blah. But there's just so many dumb, sp- like, the dialogue in this film is bonkers. Like, because you're saying, you know, like, <laughs> I'm trying to face crazy out of my vocabulary. Um, uh, good, good for you. Uh, but like, so like he was telling his wife to come look at their kid. Well, you know, he was like, and he goes, come and admire him. <laughs> like what? Who says that? But what made me think about like dialogue specific things is, you, you know, the wife is like, I'm not, it's like, we want to split. I'm not seeing anyone. And then, so they're like laying in bed and, and it's just like, were you unfaithful? And he just goes, huh, the truth is not really. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very and I don't know if it's like a case of I do not know this director's like grasp on the English language. I'm not going to assume just because he is was born in the USSR that he like cannot speak English. Obviously he can. But I'm wondering if it's like a level of that maybe or if it was an intentional choice of how they speak because it's very everything and maybe it's also to add actually no scrub that. That's not what my point is. I feel like it adds to the general feeling of uneasiness in the movie because they don't they do not speak like actual people. True. Their names are very normal, Mark and Anna, but then their son's name is Bob. And I'm like, why is this like that's, I don't know if maybe that's just like my 2023 20, years, I'm like, why is a child named Bob? And not like yeah, Bobby. Not like, true. I feel like you'd call him Bobby. He becomes Bob as an adult. It's like, why is he right. Bob? And then because like the Anna, the actress who plays Anna is French. The way she says Bob is very strange. It's, it's just, everything just feels weird. I know. Like, it's very, these people are fucking it's weird. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very just, weird. just silly. You pair that with that and it's just like a lot of like spinning shots. Again, it's just so artsy. A lot of artsy yes. things, and I'm like, what? Anyway, so they're getting a divorce. Anna's. I do like the it. spinning shots, though. Like I, I'm I not, do enjoy like the scene I, when he's at work and he's like giving them like you know the rundown of like the mission, and the camera's just kind of like just it's like yeah. going around the office. I thought it was it was kind of cool. I, I, I and I mean artsy purely does just describe it. I don't think it's bad. Artsy, it's just, but not artsy fartsy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Got it. No, I get that. Um, yeah, so so obviously she's like kind of cheating on him. So they have this very intense scene where they go to this cafe um, to like talk about their marriage. They sit like not I at loved, the same table. I loved it. They sat <laughs> kitty corner to each other. Yeah. You know, and just like, and then because you know, obviously. <laughs> artistically to show like we're splitting it wasn't yeah. trying to be like an incognito thing because it sure as fuck wasn't but it feels like it though because it's like it feels exactly. like oh we're like we're spies and we're like we're talking to each other but we're not talking to each other but then like obviously we are talking to each other also we're fighting and like there are people here like, and for a, the people do not respond to the fight quickly enough for me because there's other patrons and they're just like not like what? aware of it until they start to actually like fucking fight and oh, throw chairs and it's like oh suddenly there's a whole wait staff there so it's like you do it's when you have to do those like escalation trainings it's like when should you intervene and the first is like well they're just sitting near each other i won't and then they're yelling at each other it's like no nah, i'm still okay throws all of the like the dishes off his table and they're like no nah, no nah, it's still okay stands yeah. up and then it yeah not until he starts chasing her through the cafe throwing chairs and tables out of the way i'm like all right this is the time when i should step in yeah <laughs> like it's very like- you know but you know it's the cold war so they're like you know we're used to just like mm-hmm. these weird standoffs until the bombs get thrown then it's like oh fuck we have to do something and i was like no it's too late <laughs> it's too late like <laughs> it's <laughs> mutually assured destruction we, we've lost everyone's lost already <laughs> anyway so they decide from this conversation that um that anna is going to take custody of bub and and the apartment everything but then mark i guess is like on a bender for like who knows how long because he gets home and he's disgusting everyone's yeah. constantly gross in this movie because even there's a scene anna is like later inexplicably like wet and i'm like what were you what? doing is she sweating i was like very confused like what is on was her dress what? But yeah, no one met, no one like makes reference like oh goodness i was making pancakes and i got black i got batter all over me it's like no she just like looks gross but he gets home and he's like disgusting but bob is like by himself and anna's just like there's nowhere to be seen 
he's like been eating jam. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just yeah. I thought he got like fucked up, and it's like no, it's just jam. Yeah, that was blood. I was like, oh my god, she jam. beat him, and she's like, no, he's just like eating jam because like he's a child and he needs to eat. So he's like, I'll eat this jam, I guess. Um, <laughs> I wrote because like at this point, right? You know, he's like. He's like, you could still visit, but it's like, he needs, like, someone to take care of him, in essence, right? So he's, and then I was just like, is this the horrors of just being an attentive father? Is that what this movie I know. Is this just the the horror of, like, co-parenting? Like, that's what it feels like. Because then she shows up in the scene, and she's like, oh, goodness, I was just, I usually don't come home this late. And it was like. It's been days, I think. I don't think it's been out. I think yeah, he's and been she, here for and a she while. Comes with, like groceries or some shit. It's like where the fuck <laughs> were you just getting eggs for a week? Right? Like, where, what were you doing? So like, and she, it's and we don't know. I mean, we for, we actually don't follow Anna for a long time either. Yeah. So it, it is. We're also in Mark's, you know, point of view of just like no, but like, where is she go? Like, is she with the boyfriends? Like, which we meet because then when she we Mark goes. Yeah. Well, to him, she, she has. A, yeah, she tells him. You know, it's like eventually. I like also. This actually is very relatable sometimes, kind of. Uh, but it's like because you. What know, in like, this movie is relatable, sir? When, <laughs> if you would let me finish, I, he's like I'm a fucking tentacled monster too. But it's just like because you know, like every time he talks, he, he just keeps questioning. Like knowing more will make you feel better. It's like, do you love him? Is he a good lover? Do you love fucking him? Do you want to stay in him? Like, is that do you want those answers, buddy? Do you want her to answer that honestly? But and she's like, because actually, I, I bring that up. Get my back blown out by this kung fu master. Yes. Because he's just like, <laughs> we get, again, just there's so many just odd shots. Like when he's just in that rocking chair, like his unhinged face. And that like shit plastic. rocks so far back. I know. I'm like, he's, he's going to tip over. Right. I did truly bring that up just to, I was like, we need to talk about this rocking chair scene. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Honestly, I'm happy we saw that because it was Chekhov's rocking chair. Because I saw it in a scene where no one was sitting in it. And I was like, that's like a wheelchair, like an old, it's like <laughs> FDR's wheelchair. Um, but it's not. And then we see him rocking in it. And I felt really sad. I was like, good. I want to see someone sit right. in this chair at least once. And um, yes, everything is also blue in this movie. Everything's like slate gray and blue yeah including the eyes as i mentioned just a lot of a lot of eyes and everyone looks dirty and like pale and just not well <laughs> yeah except for i i just love every character is just such a card like we you were saying that we meet heinrich heinrich the lover we do and he's just always dressed in like all white and he's just like very sensual and flamboyant and like always speaking in like esoteric philosophy and you're like this is the guy you left me for i'd be pissed too yeah and he's just like i don't lay claim to her if you just let her go and he's like and mark is kind of like no that's not what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) no he gives very like villainous bisexual Oh, those bisexual villains. Yes, I love a bisexual villain. Um, Yeah, he's weird. There's In that scene, too, when he's at, like, Heinrich's apartment, like, his mom lives there, and he's like, oh, your mother's here. And she's like, hello. And she's goes to the room, and he's like, do you fuck her when your mom's here? He's like, well, of course. <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah like, she like, lives I here. Was re- I was reading, you know, and it was just talking about all the things that are, like, deliberate in this movie. And one, and one of the things is, like, He's meant to be like the perfect embodiment of like the third person that's usually involved in like a divorce or something where it's like he's like more masculine, he's rich, he's more handsome, he's, he's like a free son. And I was like, yes. I love that that's a thing. <laughs> I mean, like when you're like, I'm going to cheat on my spouse, I need to know that this person's good to their mother. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't kick her out when we're going to have sex. And I love that because she lives here too. Why would he make her leave? He's like, no, of course not. She's in her room where she belongs. So like, (laughs) and (laughs) one of my favorite, like Heinrich is just, Mark is like, do I need to kick this bloody door down? And he's like, the door is open. (laughs) And he just like walks in. His whole vibe is just like, do whatever. (laughs) And then so Mark gives like this feeblest push. And then... (laughs) He, like, karate chops his chest <laughs> in, like, a move that would do nothing. And then fucking, like, n- annihilates his face with a kick. And I'm like, 
Mark, you're supposed to be a spy. How did this guy get the drop on you? Okay, same. I was like, isn't he a spy? I'm like, I like, listen, I don't know how spying works, but I feel like they do you at least like a little, a little boot camp. Like you have to like be for the fight because you might have to fight. Like, right? Like every spy movie I've ever seen, even if you take away the fact that it's obviously like exaggerated, I'm like, okay, well this fucker can, this fucker is at least a brown belt in something you know you shouldn't be able heinrich shouldn't be able to just poetically fuck you up where his mom is in the other room she doesn't even come out she's just like ah oh, he's doing it again <laughs> my my heinrich, heinrich. Just loves my heinrich just loves to fight mine like, heinrich <laughs> meinrich. Oh. Meinrich. um okay let's talk okay so let's talk about how Okay, this is okay. So this movie also has a lot of like, and I think it's perfect because next week we're doing us, which also touches on doppelgangers. We he goes to like get Bob or like take Bob to school, and we see this teacher Helen, who is obviously the actress, but looks just like Anna with gr- terrifying green contacts and like red hair. And he's like, Anna, what the fuck? Like, what, what are you doing? And my first thought is like, wait, is Anna like pretending to be other people? Right. But she's like, she's like, no, I'm the teacher. I'm Helen. And it's like, she's actually just the teacher. But it's like, this is this what? I was very incredibly unsettling, I think, because of the contacts mostly. But yeah, like, so he, I mean, I'll get into it. But like, he very quickly kind of starts to develop, like, you know, amorous feelings for this teacher. But yeah, we meet this, we meet this, uh, this teacher, whatever. Um, they go home again. And now we have this very tense scene where Anna is like, um, grinding, putting meat through a grinder. And I'm so like on edge until she finally takes a fucking electric knife and like cuts herself with it. And then like he later on, they're screaming. He cuts himself too. I'm just like, what is and it's just, Bob, it's Bob in the house? Like, what and just, the fuck it, is it's happening? It's just all this erratic shit. And then, like, you know, he's, like, doing it. He's just, like, pushing it again. And it, but it's, like, an electric knife, right? So it's not like he has to really try. He's just, like, putting it on his skin. And he does it, like, three times. And then she comes up and goes, does it hurt? And he's like, no. And I'm like, what? And then it cuts to the next scene, and you're just like, okay. I'm like, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sure. I don't man. listen. I'm gonna tell us say it right now. If this is a black movie, CPS would have been called a long time ago. <laughs> they would have not. They would. They, they, it, yeah, this would not have been. They would not have got away with this for so long before someone be like, um, well-being of the child. You yeah. know, and yeah. not because CPS is just so sympathetic to black families. It's because there are more suspicious of black families that they are torn apart faster than a white family. Right. So it's like an interesting way where racism actually hurts white people because then a child can be abused and no one takes fucking yeah notice. we don't talk about that enough on this podcast we don't, it's true like actually like um cps is uh, <laughs> a challenging organization we'll we also that. have a new sponsor that we'd like to announce <laughs> <laughs> child protective service this podcast is brought to you by cps um we all I, it's just if you love your oh. kid you say you love your kid not as much as anna loves her weird tentacle monster <laughs> i demon. love every relationship in this movie is just odd every single just every interaction is just odd like because we get her we get Anne's anna's friend like margie margit margie whatever margie mm-hmm. uh but it's like but her and mark hate each other openly and i like and that's not like a new dynamic i feel that has persisted i feel from for a long time yes but, so like she just comes to like help take care of Bob sometimes. But then these yeah. interactions are just her and Mark being so shitty to each other. It's like, I love seeing you like in pain. And you're just like, okay, just go watch my kid. What the fuck? But I thought they were going to fuck at one point. Cause they're like, right? all, they're like very like in, like in each other's space in a way that I'm like, is he sleeping with Margie? And it's like, no. Right. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> so odd. And around this time, this is when they hire, like this is when he hires the PI, right? Yes. He hires a PI. He is a spy. He doesn't, not even himself. He doesn't have buddies he can call. He no, has he to hire a PI. He paid money for someone else to do this. I'm like, my, my guy, your job is literally this. Um, he gets the PI to like follow Anna to find out where she is going. Because like we, we still don't know where Anna has been. Heinrich has confirmed that she hasn't really been there either. So like she's someplace. Right. She's in a third location. Um, the PI is bad at his job because he's, he's literally just bad. chasing her. 
<laughs> running. He's I, running I after I'm her. I'm not good at tailing, but I've played enough video games to know that if you get too close, they get a little spooked. <laughs> I've watched enough cheaters to know that you have to kind of keep your distance. Yeah, until you I, do the big reveal, and then you run up on them with the cameras. Yeah, she, you know? he's straight up running after her in this apartment complex, and then he try he tries to play it off like she goes into an apartment, and he tries to play it off by going up one half a flight of stairs, and, and then, like, then does the does the <laughs> pretend to keep running, <laughs> but still breathing heavily in place. Also, you still have to walk down past her door, so she's gonna hear you. It's an old building. She's, this is gonna make noise. You're, she's gonna hear you walk past and leave. But that's how he's like, "Oh yeah, she's in another apartment. Like this is the apartment. Um, it's like a busted ass, like fucked up apartment." And he's like, "This is where she's staying." Um, so later on, he comes back now to the apartment to pay her a visit, and this is what we see this tentacled creature I've mentioned, except it's like in the. But it's like in the wall, but it's like this gross wet. Like it's not really just clear what we're squelching. looking at. You just you just see things kind of pulsating, and then you just hear. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, thank you for that ASMR um edition. And yes. also our <laughs> listeners are gonna love it. <laughs> they will not hate it. That is the one thing they ask more of is ASMR squelching. Did you also catch, because, like, he comes in under the guise of being the building manager and, like, a window fell out and hit some woman. I don't know. Uh-huh. Did you catch? And he was just like, it sounded like he said it was a Turkish woman. And you might say she shouldn't have been there. And I was just like, what? Yeah, it's um, uh, it's a little xenophobia just to throw in there. I um, just wanted to point that like, out. You might would... say that she deserved it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> We're whoa. just like, whoa. Dude, are we going to address that? Or like, are we going to stop and like, hey, like, hey, guy, let's not talk about Turkish people like that. Um, uh, you know what's a li- you know what's equally as terrifying as xenophobia? That weird squelchy thing. And then she just also like leading up to this is Anna is obviously acting like erratic. And then she's just like, wine, would you like wine? And then like breaks a bottle and then she just has a broken bottle and fucking stabs him in the neck with it. Yeah, and just like straight just, up kills him. And it's just like, okay. So now we, at least we know where she is. Like we know where she is. I like, she, yeah, we know movie, we kind of know what she's doing, but like not clearly because like I don't know what this thing is. I like but, that it's like this movie up until this point has just been like odd. Okay. Yeah. Odd. And then this happens, and for some reason this grounded is the wrong word, but I was just like, okay. I was like, this but, is, this is, in the context of the story, I'm like, yeah, what is happening? What is this? But in the overall, like, movie watching experience, I'm like, okay. I was like, a monster will make sense of this, obviously. Right. Um, it's giving, actually, and we should watch this movie. Yeah, it did come out before. It was giving, like, David Cronenberg's The Brood. Because there is a similar thing where women, not to spoil it too much, but, like, she has these creature things, and she's very protective of them. She'll do anything to protect them. So basically, it's that. So it feels very like, oh, okay, like, maybe some inspiration, perhaps. Um, but yeah, she kills him. Later on, we find out that the P.I. had um, a boyfriend, Zimmerman, who goes to Mark to be like, he ha- didn't come home last night. Like, we don't know where he is, like. Do you also I like it? What the fuck's in happening? That, in that diatribe, he's like, he could have just gotten drunk and gotten with some whores. That's not unlike him. And I was just like, I was okay, like, that sounds like some strife in your uh, your relationship, buddy. Everyone's just having relationship problems in Berlin yeah. at this point. Nobody is happy in Berlin at this point. Like, there's nothing, like, nobody is, like, having a good time, which I get it. Like, it's a yeah, city truly. divided. Like, I get it. Like, I would be bummed, too, but if you told me, hey, Hey girl, you can't go to the other side of the city. What the do fuck you like do you mean? Because <laughs> the guy was like, "Do you have like an address, like where I can go, like look for him?" Or it's like, "Girls, we have to go to the cops and get them involved." And he was just like, he goes to Mark and he's like, "It's good that you didn't go visit this address, but don't you want to get your wife back?" And he's and he's like, "I hired you." <laughs> it's like it's like there's just like these random moments where I'm like, "What a very realistic response." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm not." doing what i hired you to do what am i trying right. to do i i'm spying for my day job i'm not trying to do it in my free time yeah he's like you know next thing you know it's you know i i, I don't want to hate what i do you know i still, <laughs> yeah. I still have passion for spying and i don't want to like you know make it my life get it 
Maybe um, if he made it his life, he wouldn't get fucked up by random karate chopping Germans. Honestly, yes. See, like you need to really um, recommit to spying and getting better at it. Um, so, so Zimmerman ends up ends up going to this apartment. Lo and behold, now okay. So he finds the creature too, but now the creature is a bit different. Like every time we see it, it's like kind of developing into something. We're not sure, but now yeah. it's like got tentacles it's kind of like starting to like be a amorphous sort of thing um and then anna beats him to death and she kills him and then shoots him she beats him and she shoots him and he's, yeah. he's dead now so now she's got a body count of two as far as we know um so we so we, they meet again anna and mark for another one of their weird conversations and this is when we find out that she had a miscarriage while he was away and we get this scene that is like do you honestly you know amazing this scene? i've seen this scene before i i for years i people would post it but i didn't know what movie it was from and i think when i found out it was possession i was like oh i definitely want to watch this now because like what this movie this scene was the first time i've ever watched it i was like terrified because like what the fuck is going on with this lady we talked about i know we've talked about do you remember the bravo like top 100 scariest movie moments yes and this was on it so that's when i was aware of it. And then, like, this was going around for oh, a hot minute. I yeah. don't know if you remember where it was, like, when, like, like when the director tells you to commit, this is what they mean. And it's, it was always, like, this clip. Right. I but mean, yeah, it, she, it was. It's, a, it's an amazing. I mean, she wins. Um, Isabella Johnny won Best Actress at the at the Cannes Film, Fe- Film Festival for this role. So I'm like, yeah, deserved. Because she's, we get this, you know, flashback to her on the subway. And she's just in, like, horrible pain. And it's just like fully just like, I don't know how to describe it. She's like, um, I don't, the word I want to use is a word that is now, I guess, deemed inappropriate. So I don't know what I'm, she's kind of gesticulating. I don't know what you would say, but she's like having what seems to be like some sort of fit, basically. She, and is throwing herself around. She's making these grunting noises. And again, nobody is around. It's truly somehow. like not not like <laughs> the the possession, like the namesake, but like it just was like evocative to me of like a possession scene in like a mm-hmm. fucking ghost movie. And she's just yes. th- like throwing herself against walls and just like writhing. And you're like, Jesus Christ. And there's no cuts in did this scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I thought, I was like, oh my God, her head must hurt. Like, I, I, my first thought is like, my head would hurt from like slash, like, you know, like kind of like um, throwing my body around like that and screaming. I like, I would feel awful after doing that. And she did it. It's the movie, the scene's almost like five minutes. It's long. I was also reading too there, and th- it was obviously very intentional as everything in this movie has been. Um, but this is the only time we really get Anna by herself, and it is just wholly Anna. Mm, um, that is true. And I was just like, and I wonder if that was like, con- like if I just, if it was like a subconscious like enhance, like heightening of that moment where like it was just this completely empty subway. Which is a terrifying spot, period. Yes, it's Even very if lim- liminal, spacey, creepy. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was a good scene. It was unsettling. And then so she unsettling. starts oozing all fluids. And it's unsettling. From everywhere. Yeah. Um, and she has, like... So I, I don't know if I just misunderstood this part. Are we to say that that is when she gives birth to this thing? Well, that's and uh, is that what for that me, was? You know, so w- what is happening? What precedes this spooky squad? If you've not seen or not watching along with us, um, it was like some weird home video of her teaching dance classes. Yeah, did that, that happen? Mark is watching by himself. Yeah, and then it kind of cuts to like being in it, and then because Mark is objectively watching these movies. And it's and like, then, why were they recording this? Because yeah, she's like, abusing then, a student. And then Anna's there. <laughs> and then Anna and Mark are together. And she's going on like, also, like, God is referenced frequently. Mm-hmm. Not like in, a, excuse me, like super outward religious context. But it's always like, have you seen God? Like, do you feel God? And you're like, okay. And then she is going on this long, like, emotionally philosophical rant about like there are two sisters like fate and chance and like that miscarriage like 
I, like it, I can't remember. It was like faith. She said that was faith. Faith died, but to give way for chance or something. Yeah. So I'm just. Yeah. So then you're just and same. So I'm like, we know this monster. Are we saying the the miscarriage is the monster? Because I mean, like when you read it, that's like what. If you were to read this, you're like, that's what happens. But watching it, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's very. Yeah, this is. I think this is definitely the part of the movie. Up until this point, the movie is just like strange. And up until this point, where I start kind of to second guess what actually has happened versus like, like with the home movie, it's like okay, someone's recording the class, but then like she's talking to. I'm like, I wasn't sure if that scene had even happened. Like if that was like an actual scene. Like like oh, obviously it's a scene, but like if it happened in the narrative or if that's just like. A hallucination like I don't I it gets very this is it gets very weird and then with a the philosophical um speech it gets very existentialist and like yeah heady where I'm like I don't know what's happening I don't know what you're talking about yeah, and I started thinking not, I started feeling stupid I was like am I dumb this scene was not meant it? to be watched at seven in the morning on five hours of sleep for sure no um, no not at all and I I watched it at a reasonable hour last night wide awake and was like having trouble it was just, following I, it so this truly was like this movie <laughs> this part like you said in particular i'm just like i'm not stupid but i do feel stupid now yes exactly <laughs> and i and i think i i'm pretty good at following what's happening in films even like the art see ones like I, I get i get it but i was like i don't know which is why i want to revisit it because i'm like maybe am i missing something or like i'm just right I might have missed some parts that I'm just like I, that kind of left me confused. But anyway, um, Heinrich now comes to visit Anna, um, and he finds this thing in the bedroom now. It's in the bed, and she's like, "Oh, he's exhausted. He's been fucking me all night, or he right? left me all night." And I'm like, "Wait, Anna!" Yeah, she <laughs> like, said that, and I'm just like, "Oh, what?" I had because to I rewound every while, that scene, like, wait, 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 did I just hear that correctly? Like, because oh also at, at this time. If you're just straight up following it, don't know things that are to come. Because I was torn. I was like, is this like a weird, like you're nurturing this thing, but like, like it had sex with you all night. I was like, like, is this not like, this is something you had to do. You didn't, I, it just seemed, we later find out, no, she wanted it. But at the time, so that made it even more gross for me. But then, but you know what made it not gross is I, it had googly eyes. (laughs) <laughs> and Google and I was just like looking. I was like, I was like, those are googly eyes, man. <laughs> You're like, ha ha. No, I was like, I was like, God damn it! I was like, I'm terrified, but I still think you're a joke. And that's too like Heinrich too sees sees this bloody mess in the corner, and his first thing is, this is a joke. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, granted, I would have probably said something equally. Heinrich absurd. loves pranks. So he's like, oh, you know, me and Anna love to pull pranks on each other. And he's like, this Heinrich is a prank. Is so <laughs> fucking, he's just so ridiculous. I just love how like super flamboyant he is. But then also we get some fuckboy Heinrich because, because he was having a moment with Mark, you know, and he, it was kind of coming. He's like, oh no, like I do take trouble knowing that she's having sex with someone that's not me and he goes he says something like i'm the only one that has right to you because i don't lay claim to it and i'm like get the fuck out of here heinrich yeah heinrich's a piece of shit too like he, we should have known like he wears all white um does kung fu and lives with his mama like he ain't shit any but he gets to see tentacle lover and anna and he finds like uh chopped up bodies mm-hmm. in the fridge and Anna's and she's like they're starting to stink yeah and I'm just like you need a better ice box and and then so she starts like just pecking at him with a knife but like fucking going in there and then just stabs him and then he just kind of like he literally like I was like I love how flamboyant he is like because he like gets stabbed and he's just like oh and like twirls out of the room like, I feel like it's like a pirouette <laughs> out of the room. It's like, what is, I mean, we, we've we touched this, but like everyone is hamming it up in this movie. Oh, yeah. Everyone is a ham. They're doing the fucking most. And that's literally Truly. like, yes, it's that. Like, it's just this it's over the top. But like, 
Um, Heinrich ends up calling Mark and he's like, you have to come pick me up. And Mark's like, oh, where are you? He's like, why don't you bleed there a little bit, Heinrich? And he's I like, know. please. It's just all of this is just, and every, every time Mark talks, it's he's either freaking out or he has like this sly little murder grin. He's like, yes, why don't you he's bleed like a little while? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, love to, I love to scheme. I'm a spy. Um, <laughs> the spy part really jumps out. Um, yeah. But before he goes to pick Heinrich up, because like he said, bleed a little bit. He's like, I'm going to make a few stops before I come see you. I'm like, he's literally like bleeding to death, <laughs> he, though. He, he picks up some <laughs> fucking Wiener schnitzel. He, he's mm-hmm. like going for a walk in the park. He gets some cur- um, curry wars. Oh, he's hell like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He stops at Anna's apartment. <laughs> no, no tentacle lover. But he finds all the body parts. Also, to add to the shitty quality of that fridge is we get, like, the the flies buzzing around, like, dead meat sounds. And I'm just like, man, that fridge cannot keep a chill. Yeah, I'm like, you should put it in the freezer. I was like, why would you put, like, yeah. everyone everyone knows if you're trying to put dismember, dismember, dismembered body parts someplace, it's the freezer. You don't put it in the fridge. She like, think really, about chicken. You can't put chicken, raw chicken in the fridge for too long. It's going to go bad. Yeah, she did. Which now makes me worry about all that meat she was cutting earlier. I know. It's rancid. Uh-oh. This is the Sweeney Todd <laughs> crossover we needed. Um, yes. Absolutely. Because she's just not, she's just not very smart. I mean, I, what can I tell you, Anna? Like, you're not really, you're not playing the long game. Okay? You're, you're playing checkers. You like, clearly. Do you also <laughs> like that uh, Mark start? like, he finds that. And, you know, what a good, the husband he wants to be, the good husband he wants to be is he starts, like, turning on the gas oven. He's like, we need, this place needs to be on fire later. Yeah. (laughs) But I love the commentary of, like, this, at this point, when now Mark is basically on this crusade to, like, cover for Anna. Like, how much that is, like, I mean, if we're, if we're to understand this movie as, like, an allegory for divorce, which is what we, like, talked about before. Well, it's also about a divorce. So I don't know if it's still allegory, but yeah, like, that, um, yeah. but just how uh, how clearly like a toxic relationship can like suck you in because now now you're an accomplice, like, an accomplice. And it's like, and no one's thinking about the son. I'm like, so now you know your wife has murdered somebody, but you're not stopping to be like, oh my god, I need to go check on the well being of my son. She's a murderer, and now I'm culpable. We both go to prison. It's like, no, I have to do anything to save Anna. It's like, what the fuck about Bob? Like, <laughs> Bob is fucking, yeah. <laughs> who gives like a fuck a, about Bob? Like, no, seriously. <laughs> and that's like when he goes to meet Heinrich at the bar, like they, mm-hmm. they're in the bathroom so they can talk privately. And Heinrich and is. There are people Heinrich, in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, and there are people like, here. He's like, we had, he's like, we care about, and I, he always talks in the we. He's like, we care about Anna. Like, we need to help her. And then and Mark's just like, I know, I've seen the bodies. She's a murderer. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> reveling in it, and, the, and then, and then just he- Heinrich's freaking out, and Mark is stoked that he's fine, and he just keeps going. He's like, "Oh, you didn't see God in the it, while you were fucking or with the dope?" And I'm just like, "We get it, Mark. You have the upper hand." <laughs> yeah, um, and he hasn't even. He also has the upper uh, toilet cover because then he kills Heinrich. Um, he's like trying to make like an accident but it's like he's been stabbed and also yeah, his head's been beaten. I mean I'm no forensic pathologist but I know a thing or two and I'm like hey, clearly he didn't die from drowning. He died from being stabbed or are you being hit in the me, head. Are you telling me that Mark the spy <laughs> doesn't so- know how to properly dispose of a body? Right, like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, he needs to be fired. I'm like, how is Mark a spy that, like, he thought that this would be, like, oh, oh, like a suicide. And it's like, no, it literally will look like he was murdered and someone tried to be like a suicide. But he, uh, anyway, he does that. He stuffs his head into the toilet, floods it, and then, like, leaves him there. Um, and then he goes back to Anna's and at, he's left, the, like we mentioned, he left the gas on. So then he, like, sparks, you know, plugs something in, sparks, and then he blows up. Fuck the other people who might be living in this derelict building. Yeah. He's like, fuck you. He leaves. It blows up. And then he hops on Heinrich's motorcycle and, like, rides away. Um, at this point, the movie kind of shifts into a weird, like, spy thriller. Yeah. Because, like, he shows up at their apartment. 
And in the elevator before they even get there is Margit, who's like dying. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. She's been like stabbed. <laughs> stabbed. Too. So, he, so he takes her up and then like to the apartment. And then Anna's there. So you're like, okay, that's what that was, I guess. And then they fuck. <laughs> and then uh, him and Anna, not him and the corpse of the friend. Um, no. That would be too. That would be too much in this movie. And then they're like, like uh, everything more or less kind of jumbles now, right? Like that happens. Uh, well, because he's because now he's like he's, he's obviously planning. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I have to like also cover for her with Margie. But then later on, he finds Anna having sex with the creature. Yeah, and he's disgusted, and then just shockingly chill he's just like ew yeah and, and it's just like, like walks away <laughs> yeah and then it's got the creature and it is a creature and then like that happens fucking heinrich's mom asks to meet him and she fucking takes too many pills in front of him intentionally um and she kills herself and the weird bridge exchange with his boss <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so he's like like walking around and just kind of, you know, contemplating. He's like, "Man, things really are getting kind of crazy." <laughs> he's like, "Things are so crazy." Um and then like, yeah, his like boss question mark or like also not very clear what the hierarchy is, but he's like, "Join us again." There's like a dead dog in the river. Yeah. Or something or a goat, I don't know. And he's like, "Kate, hey, join us." And it's just like but like Mark's like, "Eh, I don't know. It's yeah, um, I mean, also the spy, the spy of it all. I mean, there's definitely like this. I mean, the Cold War. I won't say it's an undertone; it's an overtone as well. So this is very interesting, like which I guess works because it's a, a, a conversation about division that's happening too. Um, but I just like the whole spy thing of it is just kind of. It it kind of like was it threw me set- off. It was. A I feel like bit. the setup is just because. They wanted him to have been away. He could have easily just been a businessman. <laughs> he could have been. And, but I guess also like this climax, we will eventually get to. Um, but he goes to, when he gets to, Mar- he goes to Margie's apartment because now he has to start like covering up Margie's death. Um, and this is where, like we get like this whole like, there's a chase scene. Someone like yeah. f- runs out of the car. I'm like, I'm guessing it's Anna because they're trying to, he, they're trying to do all this like bullshit. They're shooting. There's cops. It's, it's like, like all the, like I don't and I don't know for the, what. I mean, is it because they know about the murders now, or is it like his job? Really? I don't know what well, what what all this is for, or what sudden, how this is, is triggered. It ends action movie, seemingly out of nowhere. Like you said, like like he fucking hires a taxi to like run, and then he like kills it, something. Right, the taxi cab drives in to the cars. He tries take Mark tries taking off. He gets shot. The cars explode after he, like, shoots one of the cops dead. Yeah. And then he is doing a motorcycle ride. Not a chase, just a ride. And then he (laughs) just fucking falls off of it on a, like, parking garage. And then he's bleeding out going up the stairs of this complex. Yeah, he's back into, um, yeah, because it's not really necessarily his apartment which is a building and as he's riding up anna is following him because i mean he's a trail of blood so she's just like calmly following him and she's with somebody else but we don't see who she's with until he gets to the top and he's basically like falling out he's like exhausted that she gets there and she is with mark's doppelganger with black eyes yeah, and she's like, she's like he's he's, he's finished. finished i wanted you to see him like she's like very like she's hey, so look. proud Look what I mean. This is it's this you. is the thing I was like, fucking. <laughs> you remember when I was fucking that monster? This is him. It's him. It was you. He See? cleans up nice. Yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, you know, he does a thing which we're all expected to do, which is when you meet your doppelganger, you have to kill it. Because that is what you do when you see your doppelganger. You yeah. have to murder that fucker. Um he lifts his, he raises his gun to shoot him. But then before he could do it, all of a sudden the sh- cops are shooting, which also impossible. Impossible. impossible the they were angle shot. they were at. There's, there's no, no way. way. It was, there's no they're fucking on like, they're way. They're on like the, t- the end teenth floor mm-hmm. with like an oval, like 
whole like you know space going yeah, it's like down a spiral all this spiral staircase type, there's yeah. no way like to, to, it is so improbable that my mind to make it make sense cuz i was like did he shoot and it ricocheted <laughs> <laughs> like ping pong all the way. Yeah, and I'm like, that's how did that happen? And you know like, how oh. in um in Wakanda Forever when she's like differential equations is literally that, and she's like, I know, I just shoot this angle, I'll get him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm like, there's. I was like, those those Berlin cops do not fuck around. Yeah, so they're shooting. Um, what do you think the significance of the doppelganger was? Okay, so. In reading, because I literally, like Google, I was like, what is this monster? And they were like, (laughs) it's like, it's to show that you want a, it's like when you're getting a divorce or like out of a relationship, you want like the ideal version of this person. And you're willing to like find that in other things or other people. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's like at some point, like part of you still cares for this person. You just want the best version of them, which they don't have anymore. And I'm like. And then and this again speaks to the point which uh, you were saying, Cindy was saying this spooky squad, uh, we were talking about this before, this movie is an allegory for divorce, but it just talks about divorce. Yeah. Because it happens in the movie, like they're getting a divorce. An allegory. Yeah, it's quite literally about yeah. a divorce. <laughs> so I don't know if my understanding of allegory is is warped but i did take ap lit and laying i'm pretty sure that's what an allegory can't literally be the thing because then it's not allegory it's just the plot <laughs> that's just what happens <laughs> yeah so so the or doppelganger... rather the doppelganger if anything is the allegory for exactly. that's that, the allegory that it's not is... yeah which i agree I've, i i also looked this up because i was like what what is this and I, and I was like oh that actually is really it's really clever because it's, it's true because i mean mark does it too with helen who the teacher the who teacher, is literally yeah. it's quite literally her but just like a prettier kinder and not you know, unhinged version of yeah. her <laughs> well it's not prettier just... but like she's she's presented as like the idealized version of this well, person who's the same person to touch i, I want to touch on that by like fit, I'm gonna to just finish it out so the that oh, Anna you know it's like they're dying and she takes the gun that Mark had and shoots herself in the lower back to finish herself off that was so weird she literally shoots she I'm thinking okay she's gonna shoot herself in the head she shoots into her, I guess to hit them both to kill them but also she would have just punched her and shot him in the penis yeah, yeah. I was so, like, what? And then I was like, what Mark the fuck? like jumps off of like the staircase to kill himself. The doppelganger escapes. Oh, and while all this is happening, Helen teacher has been with Bob, like helping to take like or he, Bob is at her apartment. I mean, she's right? literally like adopted at this point cuz I'm like, yeah, no and then, no one hasn't taken care of Bob except for this woman. And then so like the door like knock at the door, doorbell, whatever, and Bob's just like, Don't enter the door, don't enter like just keeps repeating it and repeating it, and it's the doppelganger, which and the door never opens, and Bob just goes and then lays face down in a tub to drown himself. And then the movie just ends with like sirens and explosions and stuff, and then zooming in on her very, very bright green eyes. And that's the end. But I, I not to anticlimactically talk about the end but i wanted to tie that into this doppelganger and being like that's clever i think so many things are clever it just for me again i don't know what it is about like me watching it this go around and i was like "Eh." i was like that is clever i don't know how effectively it was done because like the kid bob kills himself because he recognizes he was like, oh, well, these are, it's practically my parents on the outside, but I know it's not that, and I don't want to live in that world, you mm. know? And then, so that plays into, like, divorce, being like, kids get fucked up, and they're always, like, caught in the crossfire. But I was just like, upon just watching it, this child just screams, don't open the door, don't open the door, and then lays in a tub. Yes. And I'm just like, if I hadn't read that, I wouldn't have gotten, I think when you know that, you're like, yeah, that's very clever, and that's profound even but i'm just like i needed to hear that or know it oh i think i think to what you're saying and i like 
how you explained based off of what you read because I didn't get I didn't read about that but I'm like yeah that makes a lot of sense I, I actually didn't think about like yeah now now he has his parents and now they're perfect but they're not his parents um honestly though like Bob your situation was fucked like I would give this a shot like this yeah <laughs> I would give doppelgangs you know this. your other dad a shot. was a your other dad was a bad spy. Was this and beat your, your mom up. up and an alcoholic and your mom was like over here fucking tentacles. Like at least like Helen has a nice apartment, new dad. Um, we don't know what he has yet, but he he showed up. <laughs> he stepped up. He'll so, have a deal. He'll figure you know, something out. Yeah, give it a shot, uh, Bob. Like, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you're saying, I think the movie has a lot of really clever elements, but I think that it's and this is something that I read about the critical response of this movie. Um, you know, uh and also like the end it ends with kind of I guess would imply like nuclear holocaust. So we're we are kind of like, see, Cold War, this is what happens. Eventually we're just gonna destroy each other. That's what that's what divorce is. That's what a bad relationship is, which is like, yeah, true. Um, but someone had uh, uh i can't remember who where i read this but someone had mentioned that like it's kind of like why this movie has taken on a cult status because when it came out it was not very commercially successful um it did you know obviously it went to you know con which is where all of the 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 artsy movies go um but it's now developed this cult status in part because it is like um the director it was almost like took his movie too seriously that ends up being really interesting because it is like we have the campiness. It is a bit campy, actually. Like the oh, yeah. the acting is ham. There's the 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 scenarios are very strange and surreal, um, which is why I want to rewatch it. But yeah, I think it's a case of maybe just there's a lot happening, which maybe upon a second watch would tie it together together better, or will just make me more confused. <laughs> and you know who's to say. Who is to say? Um, but as we often love to do, Andrew, I'm going to ask you this now. This is a black oh, please. Movie. If this is a black movie, how would it be different? Um, oh, God. Well, we, we mentioned CPS. Shout out to our sponsor. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I think I want to stare. Uh, not, it's not a stereotype. I think, you know. I feel like when you want to, human nature is to go to what's familiar, but I feel like, I feel like just someone, I feel like just black people would have more sense and be like, I need something different. I don't want something that's more of the same. This is a roundabout way to say they wouldn't fuck a tentacle monster (laughs) in their hopes that it became a copy of what they are hoping to leave. I mean, but I don't know. Um, I think to the point you make, I mean, since this movie is more, is less literal, um, we do it too. Not fuck tentacle monsters, but like, yeah. How many people do you know? I think I think the just end up no. with the same person that you basically. I mean, it's true. Like a lot of people do this, and like you you break up with someone, and you just end up with like the same. We all have a type. It's like you it's kind a of universe, it's a universal very much experience. like that person. It's very it's just universal. That I, I'm just I'm just giving black people the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't fuck a tentacle monster. I mean, I mean, if we would, if you are into tentacles, that's fine. But I feel like, if it became a real world thing, and you're like, this was a faceless squelching thing, I think, I don't know too many people that would be not terrified immediately. I am curious what, like, um, this is not a race thing, but how interesting, I think, if this movie were made today. I mean, obviously, I think it's very, the monstrous feminine is a very common trope. So I feel like Anna being the one who is going through this makes sense, like, in that kind of that grander narrative of women and you know, kind of like the body horror and kind of like the level like repulsion and also this kind of undercurrent of like sexual repression and all that. Interested to know what it would look like if the genders were reversed though. Like if it was the husband who's just like become really withdrawn and all of a sudden, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it works. It would work. I mean, it wouldn't work the same, but I, I'm interesting, interested what that outcome would I think would look it, like. it could still be very interesting and poignant. I just think, yeah, like things wouldn't hit as hard. Yeah. It's something about a woman... Being neglectful. I mean, like, let's be honest, like, 
because of patriarchy and our understanding of gender roles, like there's something just more upsetting about a mother being neglectful than a father because we don't expect much out of men as caretakers. Oh, (laughs) that's the reality of it. Yeah. This this is a true take that I have and wasn't me trying to bullshit something. Um, Mm -hmm. If this were a black movie, they would have better names than Mark, Anna, and Bob as the child. Yeah, the names are very. Um, I feel like he pulled them out of like a name generator. Yeah, and like Mark and Anna, fine, but then their child would not be Bob. Bob, I, I'm like Timmy. Give him Timmy. Timmy, God. yeah, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. I say this. It'd Bob. just be Bobby. Like, it would just be Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, like <laughs> Bobby. What are you doing? I'm holding my breath. <laughs> Bobby, quit that drowning. Um, <laughs> Yes. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, um, you know what? I do recommend this because it is so odd. Yeah. Watch you got to see it once. Why, I want to hear. I want to pose a, a challenge, even though, um, listener, if you haven't watched this movie, you've listened to us talk about it. It is on Shudder right now. If you have Shudder, go watch it. And I want to hear your opinion because I I don't have I almost like I'm, for the first time. I'm just like, I actually don't. I'm neutral. I don't know if I like, like this movie or not. Like it just was like, huh. Okay. I was I was talking to EJ and Jules. Oh, not EJ. Sorry, Evan and Jules on uh, the main stage cast. And I was, you know, they're like movie kids. They yeah. knew, they know their shit. And I was like, Have you ever heard of this movie? And they're like, I know it exists. Not seen it because I just so desperately wanted someone's opinion. Because I was like, I was like a half an hour in when I went in for that show, and I was like, I already half an hour in. I was like, What is happening? And yeah, I just wanted no. someone to help me make sense of it. Please make sense so, of, every, of everything for me. So please, yeah, do what the internet could do for me <laughs> if I just Googled it more intensely. Spooky yeah. Squad, you should watch this and hit us up on socials and tell us what you think. Yes, I think you absolutely should. Hit us up. Um, we are Weed Eye First Pod on Instagram. Send us a DM and be like, this is my opinion. I would love to hear it. Um, and I would absolutely like read it and we want to hear what your opinions are because we are stumped. We're stumped. And then, and you know, if enough people have some stellar hot takes, maybe that'll be a new little segment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hot takes from the Spooky Squad. Spooky takes. Ooh, we're working on the takes. name. Spooky takes? Yeah, we're, we're, we're workshopping it. We're workshopping it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to something. Um, but, Andrew, before we leave the people, do you have any last words? No, just have, you know, actually, if you're going to, if you're going to make a movie that is artsy and tries to say a lot, just go all out, have non-human dialogue, have really spinny flowy shots, have a very flamboyant German lover, Mm -hmm. or don't do it at all. Yes. Go balls to the wall. Oh, yeah. You, Especially you, you, if that wall is covered in a squelchy tentacle <laughs> monster. You go yeah, balls to the wall. Get yourself a squelchy wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gross. P- put your balls on them. Hmm. <laughs> mm? Okay. Whatever, well, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat or... Drowns your goat. Uh, it was a dog. <laughs> was it a dog? It was okay. It was a dog. Okay, whatever floats your boat, or gets you off with a tentacle monster. Solid, solid. Not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yuck your yum. Okay. You like it? I love it. And that's at the end of the day <laughs> what we try to put forth in the world, Spooky Squad. Yes. Yes. Um, But thank you so much for listening and stay spooky, y'all. Stay spooky.